This is Episode 7 of the Poor Perfect Introductions Podcast. I'm Cathy Beer from Pets for Life and with me is animal behaviourist Dr Joanne Reggetti from Pet Problems Solved. Our podcast topic today is all about how to introduce your new puppy or adult dog to your baby or young child. Welcome back Joe, to the podcast. Thanks for having me Cathy. It's always an exciting time when there's babies and children and dogs together. That excitement can be trouble if we don't watch out. So this is a great opportunity to talk to people about dogs and, and babies and children. Oh, good. Thanks, Joe. Uh, look, this is a very common scenario, isn't it, where families with a baby or mm. young children decide it's time to get a puppy or adopt an adult dog. And look, it all sounds great, and, and I guess most of the time it probably is, but things can go wrong, such as you know dog bites and other things. So, so Joe, shall we just start with the like the baby puppy combination? Uh, look, what are your tips for parents, you know, who've got a baby and they want to add a puppy to the family? Okay, well, let's say, first of all, think carefully. You already have a baby. That's hard work. I know you're in this nurturing phase and the hormones are going wild and you think you can, you know, bring it all on, babies, children, you know, dogs, everything yeah. at once. But it is hard work. So, you know, be prepared if you are going to do this. And there are many places that actually won't release, you know, um, animals to people who have very young babies because they really don't think that they'll be able to offer adequate care. I've done it, and you can do it, but you you do need to be prepared. So what I'd say is if you've got a baby and you want to add a puppy, then, you know, have your house set up. So you need to be, you know, it's not only baby gates we're talking here. You might want to have dog gates set up. You might want to have a puppy pen or a... <laughs> Another, you know, playpen for your baby to go into, or you might use the same one and alternate who goes in it, baby one day, dog the next. Um, so it's really about all being set up and then really making a careful choice as to what, you know, puppy that you're going to add to your family. So you said maybe an adult dog, that might be an easier option. But if you're going for puppy, you have to start looking, do I want a breed? What breed is going to suit my energy requirements, my lifestyle? It's not all about looks. It's about, you know, deciding the energy levels, the hair, you know, how much this animal is going to shed, how much grooming you're going to have to do, the cost of the animal, how long it's going to live for. You know, are you prepared for holiday care? Are you paid for the veterinary bills? Looking at all that is is really, really important long before you, you go get to the day that you actually select the puppy you're going to have. And there you can, you know, go to dog breeders, meet them, meet their dogs. Um, get recommendations from your friends or take a trip out to a shelter and have a look at the dogs and puppies there. People think that shelters only have adult dogs who are misbehaving usually, mm. but that's not the case. They have puppies. They have um, pedigree puppies. They have pedigree dogs. So there is a lot of options out there for the family who are looking to add a dog to their, their household. What would we be doing differently for uh, the arrival of, um, of a puppy in, or, or adult dog and in, in introduce that? you know, the animal to, mm. the, to the baby. Yeah. Well, look, an adult dog probably, it's, well, it depends on the age, of course, but if you're getting one that's, you know, over two years of age, they may be less energetic than a puppy. So that might be an easier option for many families. Puppies have a lot of energy and you've got to do a lot of training to teach them in your household rules and your boundaries that you set for them. Um, a dog probably, if it's had a little bit of training in the past, will be easier to just blend in. And what happens with an adult dog? A lot of their habits are set. Um, and that can include bad habits too, of course. Um, and you may need to change those around. But the good thing is that, that you will know what you're taking on. Now, if you're getting, say, an adult dog from a shelter, you ask for shelter. Tell me all the, the things that this this dog may need help with. Or what is it good at? You know, does it, does it come when it's called? 
Does it fret if it's left alone? Ask these things. Now, if the shelter that you're getting it from or whoever you're adopting it from, friend or family member, ask them. And if they can't tell you that, then it's better to go elsewhere and get somebody who can give you some information on the dog that you're taking on. I think that's very important. And then at home, it's really when you've got that dog or puppy with your with your baby or young children, it's really important that you supervise, you know, especially in the beginning because you don't know how this dog's going to react. Puppies use their teeth all the time. And adult dogs will use their teeth if they feel they can't get away from a potentially or perceived threatening situation. So it's really important we supervise. And of course, we supervise children and dogs together right up until at least the age of seven, if not 10 years old. That's a big commitment for parents to make, but it's absolutely necessary one because dogs don't want to bite our children, but sometimes they feel that's their only option when they can't get away. Mm. I'm just thinking, what about, um, you talked about um, the play pens before, uh, which is fantastic. Mm. What about um, a crate as well? You know, for puppies, I suppose, you're probably looking at doing some crate training and and uh, that's another way to, mm. to um, separate yeah. um, babies and toddlers with, um, yeah. you know, with a puppy when you can't supervise and... And exactly. Uh, yeah. And, you know, people think that crates are like a prison for dogs. And they're not at all because the dog actually likes it. It makes a dog feel secure, perhaps a bit like a baby going to its cod or its bassinet for the night and feeling secure with four, four walls around it. Dogs and cats are like that too. They like to have four walls around them. So having your dog trained to go in a crate is a really good idea. So the moment you get your dog, make it a positive experience, you know, putting some food in there. Um, you know, a nice comfortable bed um, and, and let your dog have some time in there. Get it used to it with the door open and then start closing the door and before long your dog will be crate trained. And it's very important that we teach any child to leave the dog alone when they're in that. That is the dog's safe haven and the dog should know that they can go there and nobody will disturb them while they're in that crate mm. and that's really important a lot of families don't give a dog a space to get away from children to get away from the family everyone needs space from each other in the family every single family member and so it's important that we provide that safe haven for a dog so what about setting up house rules before they um they bring that adult dog or puppy home yeah, I think it's a great idea to set the rules up at start before you bring the dog home. But be prepared to bend those rules as you go because I have so many families say, well, we'll definitely be keeping the dog outdoors. And then it's like, well, it's cold night. We'll bring the dog in. Oh, right, well, yeah. we weren't going to have the dog on the sofa. But, you know, I quite like a cuddle when everyone's gone to bed. And, oh, well, my dog's on my bed. How did it get there last night? And, and so it goes on. So I always say the dog, dogs have all this way of finding their way from the backyard to your lounge room to your sofa to your bed and right up into your heart you know and that's that's a dog's job to do that yes so don't be surprised that you do bend the rules a little bit but it is good for all family members to be consistent in how they deal with the dog so you know discuss it with your partner discuss it with older children what what you intend to do that you're going to be training a young child's to young really to train a dog but they can stand by you as you ask your dog to sit and then feed them and you can they can help put the dish down make sure of course that the dog is safe and around the child and child safe around the dog and um, the child could even give the dog a few treats so the dog's then seeing that this child brings positive things to them and they'll start to really enjoy children and um, dogs are great for, for any mess that children make with her when they're eating and you know and drop food on the ground and you know perhaps you don't want the dog under your dining table as you eat but 
you know, you could let them go and clean up under the high chair of the dining table yes. once, once you've finished your meal. So, yes, it is all about setting up some rules, some boundaries, being consistent and, of course, always rewarding good behaviour. Now, that applies to dogs and to children. You know, if we yes. reward behaviour, we see that re- behaviour repeated. So that's the way to go. Reward, reward, reward. Absolutely, Joe. And as you know, I'm studying positive dog training. So um, I can't uh, stress that point enough. Uh, set those rules and um, um, the dog gets to know what they should and shouldn't be doing. You know, good manners and um, feel comfortable in their new situation. Mm, absolutely yeah it's, it's all about you know training the owners training the dog training yeah. the child everybody needs a little bit of training and everybody can make mistakes but overall as long as we keep positive about it we'll soon have children and dogs and even adults who are well behaved around the home <laughs> so thanks joe for the great tips uh, i'm sure parents with a baby or young children will find these tips very helpful when bringing home a canine bundle of joy love talking about pets <laughs> Thanks. Uh, next time on the Paul Perfect Introductions podcast, I'll be chatting with Dr. Joe Rigetti again about introducing your new kitten or adult cat to your baby or child in episode eight. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Kathy.